Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Questions can be really great if you know what you're asking and if you're asking them well. But when we don't know the answers to one, then they can just be this really big, annoying nuisance and frustrating And this especially I see in branding. We are supposed to know our brand values and then we get questions like, what are your brand values? Um, And how do you want your brand to be perceived? And they're all pretty big, heavy questions and all great questions, but how are you really supposed to know the answers to them? And the truth is sometimes you just won't know the answer off the top of your head. And if you're doing it by yourself, then and you're not really discussing this only one it can be even harder and you end up just feeling kind of stuck and unsure on how to move forward from these questions so in today's episode I will be taking you through six fun and effective exercises and ways to help you answer those loaded branding questions that you should know the answers to the first exercise is called the newspaper challenge and you might have heard this one before this is where you have to decide what you'd want the headline to be saying in a newspaper that is referencing your business and you're thinking about what it would say in 10 or 5 years time what would it be saying about you have you solved a problem have you grown to be the biggest or the best of something changed the way people live or do something etc what does success really look like to you in this um in this sort of concept and this is a great exercise just for you to work out and dig a little deeper into the vision of your future brand and the reality you want for your business getting clear sense of what feels kind of most important to you and what will still be important to you in 10 or five years time. The second exercise is called this not that. This is one of my favorite ones. If you're on a football pitch which I never am but if you are you would know that there are always two posts to know where to aim the ball to reach a goal. Well this not that exercise really kind of helps you dial in so you know not only who you are, but who you are not. It's giving you those two sort of guiding posts so that you can aim in the middle, which can be much more useful and helps you kind of set you apart from others. So in order to do this, you need to make a list of brand attributes and focus on the things that you want to be and the things that you don't want to be. It could be opposites or it could be sort of niching down some things. So you may want to be funny, but not, I guess, rude or sit or too serious. Um, or you want to feel luxury, um, not affordable. Uh, you want to be detail oriented, but not obsessive. Maybe you want to be youthful, but not seen as childish. There's very fine lines between what you want to be and what you don't want to be. This is a useful way to just get clear understanding on how you want to look and feel and even heard like your brand voice um, is a really good, great way to get some clarity for you and how you want to present your brand. The third exercise is called the cocktail party. And this is one where you probably heard a little different variations of this one. So first you need to just imagine your brand as a person. And they're just showing up to sort of like a party in your industry and there's a sea of people with your ideal customers and competitors let's say all in one room and you have to sort of describe what your person what your person is like 
Um, what outfit is that are they wearing? How are they introducing themselves? How are they approaching people? And just writing down as many attributes as you can in a column. Now it's then time to say head to the bar and you gain some liquid courage. So your brand has, this person has just sort of snuck off and had a few wines and now they've come back into the room and they're a little bit buzzed, let's just say. So they act a little differently than they are before. And how are they acting now? Are they a little bit louder, funnier, more outgoing or confrontational? How do they approach and interact with your other fellow competitors and even ideal customers now? And of course, adding this all into a column next to the one that you've already just made. And you may explore and see that there is differences and some of the things that you put in that first column are just now heightened and amplified when they've had a few drinks. And I'm not saying all brands need to be necessarily overly loud and funny. There's always room to sort of enhance certain aspects or traits about your brand. And this idea just gives you that little bit of inspiration from your brand with that sort of liquid courage going into the room again. It might mean that they become a little bit more approachable and maybe a bit cheekier. But all in all, it's just figuring out which sort of traits or maybe um, feelings or vibes you want to sort of amplify with your brand that you didn't realize before. The fourth exercise is called Transformer. Remember, people don't always just buy the product or service. They're usually buying it because they really want the transformation that you're, that this product or service is going to give. So it's definitely a good idea to take some time, get a sheet of paper out, get a pen and grab and uh, sort of create three columns. The middle one split into two sections um, across and then label the first column before the um, next section um, in both of them label the top one products and then the last one underneath as um, customer and then you can on the last column label that as after. So feel free to include any images of your ideal customer and you could add the products or service in the um, two middle sections and then we're going into the first column. So you want to put yourself into your ideal customer's shoes and really think about how their situation occurs for them when dealing with the problem that you solve. So really think about when do they first notice or identify that they have this problem or what other issues arise for them with having this problem? Do they have something already that can kind of help them but it isn't really working? And how do they usually feel with having this problem? What does their average day look like? Uh, what other things make it harder for them by having this problem as well? Just thinking about all the different sort of areas and aspects of um, the problem that you solve. Once you've completed that first column, move over to the labeled column that is after. And you probably already guessed, we're now just going to be writing down all the ways that your product or service transform their lives. So just think about how they'll see and identify your offering as a great solution. Think about how they could feel instead if they were using your product or service. They may feel less stressed, more relaxed, more patient. Um, what would their average day look like now? With this problem completely gone, more free time for family, maybe more energy to do things that they wanted to do, more money. Um, are there any other things that 
will make it easier or better for your ideal customers if that problem disappeared as well. So this can help you understand how your brand can mirror or echo the transformation that your ideal customers really want. If you're aware that there's less stress or more patience is key, then your brand might want to emphasize these in a few different ways, such as um, maybe like a simple and clean look with colors and that are now known as sort of calming qualities, etc. And you can sort of weave this um, these solutions and this transformation into your branding through imagery and other different um, touch points and visuals. The next one is uh, exercise five and it is to help you identify sort of the goodies and the baddies. So if your brand was sort of like a superhero, who's the villain in your story? Who are the baddies? Like in every Disney movie, it's pretty easy to detect the baddies by the colors. The music usually changes quite dramatically and overall the look of the person. It's not always this obvious when building a brand who your baddies are in business. Um, so you really have to think about what evils are you basically trying to get rid of. There are kind of two ways you could go about this one, either by being super concrete or being just a little bit more abstract. There's not necessarily a right or wrong here. Um, I think it is just a case of sort of brainstorming and choosing the one that sort of feels right for you um, internally. So for example, a clothing line might be against poor quality material and lack of self-confidence. Um, a uh, pottery shop might be just completely against, you know, mass production lines and lack of uh, creativity or originality and a design studio might be um, just all about sort of vanquishing poorly made designs and imitate uh, in sorry <laughs> intimidating jargon and things like that so just think about what sort of feels more um, more important to you and to your people this exercise helps you understand your sort of greater purpose and the value you really wish to offer people through your products or service just like how the this or that game gave you that clear um that clarity around what you're against makes it really super easy to understand more about what you are all for what you're all in on then we are on the last one so by no means least it is uh, just finding your brand archetype this is less about an exercise and it's a bit more of a reading and evaluating which archetypes you would be aligned with. Not sure what an archetype is. I have done a full episode on this. Um, but in simple terms, they are kind of like prototypes or a um, framework of sp specific attributes to help you know how to connect with your people on a deeper level. This exercise is more, yeah, like I said, just a reading up on each tar each archetype and getting super clear about which one would be um, your business and your ideal people aligned with. You want to try and position your brand with one that helps you appeal to a specific type of person and um, is able to sort of connect with them on a deeper level. They help you understand your audience so much more into what drives them, what do they fear, what do they desire and help you build a brand that sort of harness this within their sort of narrative and storyline. 
all the exercises today that I mentioned are really great in helping you understand how you should mold your brand. So I would recommend you doing at least a couple of them, if not all, if you're really struggling with questions. I know that questions can be really um, tricky to answer, especially in terms of branding. They can be quite direct and fairly loaded and dry. So we can procrastinate. I know that I've had clients before just can't get to the answer. I don't know, don't want to say the wrong thing either because they know how important that they can be. So we can put all this importance and pressure on answering them right. So these sort of exercises can sometimes just open your mind a little bit. You get a little bit more creative and really see things in a slightly different way that you might not have thought about and helping you make decisions that hopefully will be right for your you and your brand long term. Thanks for listening to the Ramay podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.